All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode, probably the most special episode of Hoop Chatter. As always, Art Morrison III here. I got my boys with me, Kevin Tarka in your upper left-hand screen, and Rob McPherson at the bottom of the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget, like, share, subscribe on YouTube now. I don't know what episode this is on YouTube, but we're rolling on YouTube. And as usual, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, and any other podcast platforms, all major platforms, we are dropping every week. We're going to take a little break because this is the season finale, but we would love for you guys to subscribe so that when we do drop season two, you are here and we want you guys to review all the past episodes that we have dropped on whatever platform you prefer to watch or listen. Anyway, without further ado, boys, I haven't seen you in a while. It's episode 32. How you guys feeling? We're 32 episodes in. This is the finale of season one. It's been so long, man, since I've seen you guys in person, since we met up and linked up and recorded a series of episodes here at my office, man. What's good? How you guys feeling? Feeling good. We're all jumping at once, man. Lead us off, Rob. Feeling, feeling, feeling good, man. Like that meetup. At your office feels like a different life, yo. Like that feels <laughs> that feels yes. like two years Kobe ago. Bryant was alive when we met, bro. Wow, bro. bro Kobe was twenty twenty was real then. No COVID was going on. You know what I mean? Like, bro, we was eating sushi with no covers, handing <laughs> plates back and forth, <laughs> sipping high fiving. You feel me? Um, yo, yeah. shaking hands, hugging the the the, the cover for the. <laughs> The cover for the podcast, bro, is us standing real close. You know what I mean? That wasn't even a thing, right? We would need a screenshot of this or like a far picture far away of us six feet apart. You know what I mean? Or they'll probably at one point they'll probably lock us up for being close (laughs) to each other. Now it's lightening up a little bit. Tarka, what about you, bro? How's everything? How you holding up? Holding up, man. Hanging in there. Um, You know, just uh, it's been. I feel like it's been. you know, every day you're waking up, you're like, all right, are we getting back to normal? Are we getting back to normal? Are sports starting? Um, you know, are me, sports starting? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have, you know, I know we talked about this a little bit. I had one guy that uh, that started back up in Germany. Germany was one of the countries that um, did a condensed version of their playoffs. Um, so he was back out there. Um, but besides that, everything's still pretty much on a standstill. They've extended, I think, twice the college recruiting, um, you know, recruiting period or the dead period. Um, they've extended that twice. Um, but it's it's interesting time, man. Times, man. So, yo, my AAU program. We're about to start practicing outside. I've been doing one-on-one training at parks and in people's driveways, bro. Like when I first started my company, we're gonna we gotta have like classes with a certain amount of kids when we start back up on July sixth. We're allowed to now, but I push it to July sixth because I'm hoping they let us inside by then. So, man, we're still adjusting, and we're in what month four or five of, of quarantine. I don't even know what the what the month is, but we're still having to make adjustments um, as we kind of, I guess, trickle back in to normality. Is that a word? Yeah, mm-hmm. normality. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys, right? What you know? What was so? What was the and you just butt in whenever? But what was the hardest part of quarantine for you guys? Like, what was the toughest? Bro, not like being at. It's one thing to be at home when you can go out. You feel me? Yeah. Like, those that know me know I'm a big foodie, so I like going out to different restaurants to eat or, or have an adult beverage every now and then. So not now Baltimore. What 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 phase is Maryland in right now, bro? Because I seen you started eating out way, but I started seeing your stories. I was like, yeah. Nah, hold yeah. up. How is this guy posting food 
Yeah, bro. So we're we're phase two. So indoor and outdoor restaurants are open, but it's fifty percent capacity. Bars are not open. Um, you can go back to the gym now. I was in the gym yesterday. The gyms are open back up. What? They got, yeah, they got how some, many people were in there? You know, it was probably like twenty five. It was probably like 25, 30 people in there. Yeah, fifty percent capacity too, right? Yeah, but the way they have it, like they got machines blocked off, so it's like every other two machines. You oh can my make. gosh! You know what I mean, so it, and some people in there with masks on, like it's it's weird, bro. Like you're you're working out, bro. We go to twenty five percent capacity on July second, which if you guys, I don't know when you guys are listening, but it's June twenty fourth right now. So we got a whole nother week, and that's just for twenty five percent. My boy Rob is at fifty percent right now, and gyms still won't be open July second here in Jersey, and that was announced today. So this is yeah, hard up here, bro. I'm looking at relocating. I might man, come it's back. So, it's so tough, I'm man. I'm thinking more, bro. <laughs> it's so tough because I know we've talked about this, but you're just like, I, I feel like it could almost be zero or one, right? It's like, obviously this is a real thing, right? It's, it's, it's serious, right? But then you start looking at some of the numbers coming out in hindsight. I remember talking about the first time it came out, we're like, yo, check the numbers, check the numbers. Like, what's it projecting at? And now you're just like, you know, I don't know. Are they just like, are well, they on a whole nother level? Like, man, I mean, you know, some of these percentages are like 0.001. It's like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I, I have, I know people that have been affected by this and people that have been sick and unfortunately, you know, people that have died, yeah, but yeah. like, I just, it's, Bro, it's, it's numbers, a crazy thing to think about, you know? It's the like, numbers, the concept of like, you know, like people at risk. I'm like, shoot, I'm mm -hmm. vegetarian. I run every day. I'm like, man, let me quarantine them. You know what let I mean? Me no offense me. to anybody. Me, don't tell me how to live my life. But you know what I mean? I, I just came from the beach and Bro, the beach is wild, yo. not one mask in sight. Nobody. Then, you know, the restaurants that line the beach, Outdoor seating is allowed and you don't have to wear a mask when you sit because you have to eat and drink. Right. So I can't even say the beach is out of control. These people aren't wearing masks because they're the people that are sitting eating aren't wearing masks. It's all on the same boardwalk, bro. Right. Like, hey, what, what beach you go to? I went to Asbury Park today. I usually go to Belmar, but I went to Asbury Park. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's wide open. All the restaurants are open. The beach is packed. I mean, not packed, packed, but it's packed. I'm about to be up that way on uh, this weekend. I'm going up to Margate. Yeah, swing, yo, swing on up. Jersey beaches are like you wouldn't know it was quarantine, bro. Like if you like, as soon as you get on that boardwalk, it's like an escape from life, which is actually why I went. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Talk. What was your hardest? What was the hardest part for you during quarantine? Um, I mean, I think it was just the the be getting anxious to start traveling. I was again. gonna say that. The uh, I just you know, cause cause again, I, I don't remember. Uh, and this obviously puts things into perspective of like, you know, just being blessed and everything. But I just don't remember last time I was home for, for three, four weeks in a row, let alone now, what, four months? It's yeah. like, I, I just, I'm on the move. So it's great. I'm, you know, I'm taking advantage of it can see some family, do some things that I didn't do before. But now it's just like, yo, I, I mean, even when they open it up, it's like, where, where do I go? There's no summer league. There's no league starting. So like, I just, I'm going to like, just go somewhere to go just, just because like, I'm yep. allowed to. I, I think that was the toughest part. It's just that's get, the part getting, that's used, to, getting used to not being allowed to, you know, to do things. Yeah. So the hardest part for me was like just the constant anxiety of adjusting. Like mm -hmm. there's just adjustments, right? And you know, guys, know I run a couple of businesses, so it's like every business has a different cause and effect from COVID. So that part sucked. But then the next part of like exactly what you just said is like, okay, everything opens up in like these weird phases. 
I'm gonna just go do stuff just to do stuff. Like now I, yeah. I don't have anything to do because we we just the world just proved that you don't have really anything to do. Like even work, a lot of fifty percent of the population could do it from home. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now you know things are changing forever. Um and on that note, as we talk about adjustments and things changing forever, you know, obviously during quarantine, the world got hit with a whole nother wave of tragedy with um you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and all the protests that erupted after like the wrongful death. And we did a whole episode on this, but the wrongful deaths of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor. And, you know, obviously just decades of social injustices that led up to it, right? So between that and between COVID, now we see the NBA being shaken up from two sides, right? And obviously we talk a lot of NBA on here is hoop chatter. So we talk NCAA, we can talk high school ball, but we really dive in NBA. And Tarka, with you as an agent, you know, I, I know you have some sort of strong opinion about this. And you actually were the one who informed me that there's some talkings around the league about people not playing or sitting or, or withholding, you know, th themselves playing. So I wanted to get you guys take, man. Oh, Rob got the above max shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, out. Shout out to the guys. <laughs> I like but, it. I need, to, I, need, I need to rock that next time. No, nah, no. Nah, rock your creation talent, right, bro. Right. I like that. You know what I mean? Ooh, ooh, we, might have to get a, we might have to get a creation talent powered by above max. Yeah. You there know what I mean? But yeah, yo, I wanted to get you guys' opinion, man, on like the NBA, what players – especially black players are responsible for doing or, or not doing during this time is the nba being responsible by not canceling the season with everything going on from again the protests and lebron and other people who have spoken up having a duty in their community along with like COVID 19 not really easing up everywhere and them trying to put players in a bubble like literally a bubble is what they're calling it and not forcing them to play but you know um essentially there's a level of forcing it right it, you're either having a season or you're not. And this it's kind of shaping up to be like this half-ass, excuse my language, season, right? So, um, Tarka, I'm going to ask you first, bro. How do you feel about just the whole situation and what would be like your perfect world? Or, you know, just give your opinion on it. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it would be obviously great to, to find a way to, you know, play come to a, a conclusion that like, hey, let's just wrap this up and 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 move on. You know, we'll, we're not gonna just scrap the whole season. We'll, we'll talk to everybody, see what they wanna do, see how we can do this in the safest possible way and do it. I think that would be great. Um, I also see the other side where, you know, players, it's, it's, if there's ever a time where the attention's going to be on the NBA times 10, it's now. Um, so that means that it's a chance to use the platform to, um, you know, talk about certain things like um, social injustice, right? Like, like very, very plain and simple. Um, oh boy, I think the sound is is getting I'm all. Trying to get his camera together. <laughs> Rob, you got a mute one, Rob. You got a mute one. <laughs> All right, I think we're good. No, nope. we're not good. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you got it. All right, so there we go. All, All right. right, we're good. Go ahead. Edit out last 30 seconds. Um, no, I, I, I completely get both sides. You know, you have guys like Kyrie that voice his opinion. And then, you know, I, I think if you ever want change, you have to, like, now's the time to do it. I mean, what would – it's really the same concept that I tell college basketball players sometimes. It's like everybody – you know, bitches and moans about the NCAA names, image, and likeness thing, right? Where it's like, 
Um, you know, we deserve to get paid. We deserve to get paid. And, you know, why are we on this platform? I said, well, there's one easy way to change that. What if at the final four, right before the tip, all the teams walked out and no one played? It's the same thing <laughs> for the NBA. What are they going to do? Everyone's here. Sponsors are paying money. The advertisers are, 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 are uh, you know, showing the games. And then they say, no, we don't want to play because there's bigger issues and, and, and things that are bigger than basketball at stake. So, Yo, I, I mean, I think that agree. would be great. What what I always think about during times like this, I'll never forget the Donald Sterling fiasco mm, with the mm-hmm. Clippers. And when he said racist comments literally caught on, you know, voice recording. Mm-hmm. And the players went out and they wore like black over their warm-ups or something like that and then like, they took the warm-ups off and threw them in the middle of the court and then went out and played it was the stupidest like in the you know i don't want to offend anyone it was just the dumbest gesture in the one moment you had to really flex your power as players the one moment that like you rarely get because now from there people are super uh careful about who they're talking around and all that because it still it still happens right but we had one moment, we had it for, and the Clippers were on fire at the time. You know, they had Blake Griffin, Chris Paul. They had, like, they were, um, you know, one of the top teams we anticipated to win a championship. And yeah. they still went out and played and, like, put the uniforms in the middle. It was like, yo, if I'm a white person and I'm not following what's going on, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, you're not raising any awareness. Um, and this kind of, I, I look at this as a similar situation. Um so I'm going to play devil's advocate on that, though, mm-hmm. on this situation. So my thing is, let's say they let's say the players don't come back to Orlando, you know, end of July. But they come back and play the start of next season. What's the real that's not really changing anything. We've already been three, four months without sports, bro. Like their season already should be over anyway. People already probably already satisfied if the season was canceled anyway. But if they don't play now, but then the start of next season, they come back and play. Like my thing is, if you're going to take a stance where you're like, yo, things need to change in this country. I'm going to use my platform. It's not the right time to play. Like it's not going to be the right time to play come December when you start the new season. It might not be the right time to play come next year like next calendar year. You see what I'm saying? Like this type of situation, man, we've been in this situation, honestly, way before Cap even knelt four years ago. Yeah, right, right. right. You know what I mean? Like, so like if you're going to opt out to not play, then my thing is I feel like you need to be prepared to possibly not play again. Well, or, 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 or you can play, but you can make the NBA, right? donate all proceeds and revenue from you starting back up to play and as a whole the NBA come together as a players association the players can say like we're going to donate 25% total of everyone's salary combined towards Black Lives Matter initiatives or racial injustice or systematic oppression like there's ways I feel like you can go about it and still play but use your platform and that same power with money yeah. attached to it. Yeah. Money's gonna keep money's gonna keep all these things afloat. Right. Yeah. I think that you get that power by not playing initially. And I think what Tarka was saying before, with all the attention now and the NBA essentially being the only sport that's gonna come back besides NASCAR and golf, right? All the attention's on the NBA. MLB ain't coming back, NFL ain't coming back, all the attention's on the NBA. That's where the I think, attention I think MLB's coming back too. Yeah, they might. Um 
But right with the with the NBA being majority black players, yeah. Now's the time where it's like, okay, let me take advantage of this and not play. And so again, what I'm saying is that's how you get leverage to do everything that you say. Because I think ultimately the point is change. So if right. you're not if you're not getting like you have to demand change. Something has to change. If nothing changes, then yeah, you shouldn't play when the next season starts up. I agree right. with that. It's not just a matter of just not playing. But I do like like Kyrie, for example, the rumor was he said something about starting, you know, their own league. You know me. I think that's I, dope. I think that's I, dope. I think just the thought of that and scaring owners and, and, and GMs and executives and like, yo, these people are are smartening up. You know what I mean? They've seen someone who was a no one, or not a no one, someone who was a rapper create a league, the big three, with former NBA players and Ice Cube. No offense to Ice Cube. I'm not saying he's not a genius or whatever, but Ice Cube's no more a genius or equipped or has no more experience than a LeBron James, who is a player, right? So these players have power. Same thing with, you look at, you know, my boy, LeVar Ball. No experience, <laughs> no nothing. But he somehow formed a league, somehow, that actually got attention and deals from sponsors. and fa- So what the hell could LeBron James do so, and Kyrie Irving do if they, I won't say man up, but if they decided, hey, we have the power, let's take over our dollar. Let's take control. And don't get me wrong either. I'm not saying one way is right or wrong. I'm yeah. just saying there's multiple ways. There's definitely they multiple could do, ways. They could, they, they could do this. Right? I agree. That's all I, I agree. That's what I, was I, I think so. So in, in response to that, if they play, then you kind of hit the nail on the head there. It's like, if they play, there needs to be a reason for it. So they need to get together and say, hey, look, yeah, we're willing to play. But the only way we're playing is if every single dollar goes to X, Y, and Z. Or if every single sponsor that airs on ESPN or ABC or whatever's playing is um, is is an Supportive educational, like, mm. yeah, mm. is either a black-owned business or an educational, um, you know, some, that, some sort of, that would be dope. you know? So, so it's like, it's not just they're playing, it's like, it's that, what's what's the what's the um the the, the, the weight yeah but what's the weighted value of playing or what's the opportunity cost i think is the right word of of not playing to get the point across versus using that platform getting the point across yes they're playing but they're also raising that much money to get the point across um you know so i think the only way that they play or i guess the right the right way that they play is like really using their power to do that because yeah. otherwise if they don't like we said we don't know right bro way, these wrong way, same but... guys same guys will do a will have a whole lockout when it comes to that money so if oh, we're yes. going through everything that's going on right now you have owners and, and executives like james dolan of the knicks openly saying we will not comment on this matter Mm-hmm. Openly saying it, right? So I'm sure he's not the only executive or owner who feels that way. There's a lot of teams. I didn't see how many teams there. Thirty what? Thirty. Thirty. Thirty teams. Yeah. Thirty teams. I didn't see thirty statements. Only a couple. Yeah. A couple select few teams who had a statement or did something toward the initiative. And I don't think the answer is even always giving money. But exactly. it's definitely like there's something, and it needs to even just be in a in a. In a an addressing of something that's very real, which is racism within all systems, yeah. including the NBA. Like, yo, there's racist or racism, excuse me, in basketball to some extent that's at all fact. levels, right? There's a level of like, 
I'm a rich white guy and I'm over you and, and you're just a player. Shut up and dribble concept, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, with all that being said, bro, I think I personally feel like it's a no brainer. Like the season's short. It's the, it's the perfect time instead of sacrificing a whole 82 game season. Man, sacrifice this dumbass saving us of a season in Orlando and just stay home with your family, right? And, and throw the fist up and not saying like it's an excuse to stay home with your family, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, flex your power right now. For what, a couple more weeks of pay? Get out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I see guys saying, oh, like some of these guys need the money and they can affect the community, blah, blah. Man, your pockets are minor compared to the pockets that you not playing would affect. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't. And, and that's a whole not, another conversation of like, well, I, I mean, I know, the minimum, I, 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 I know what the minimum salary contract, you know, I, I know what that is. So, so spend differently, you know, spend <laughs> save a little more, man. Yo, man so, it, it, come, it comes down to sacrifice too. Yeah, like, that's no the one whole, said this is gonna. No one said this is gonna be a cakewalk. Like, it's supposed to, to make everybody you, uncomfortable. Yeah, to get what you want out of any situation, you got to sacrifice for it, and that's what anything, anything, anything. So, anything. so yeah, guys, so, I wanna um, I, I wanna move on because like we had a whole episode on this, right? So I, I know I, I we just talk about this all day, right? And we only got ten minutes left left of this episode, but I do want to move on, move on from it. Um, this is the finale. I wanted to spend a good amount of time recapping. Okay, so um, I guess I'll go first on this. I want to talk about what everybody's favorite episode is. Um, so you guys start getting your thoughts together. Right? So we had 32 episodes, not including this one. I'm going to say my favorite episode, I think, was when Rob and I, we were in person. We got heated and we started arguing Kobe and Bron mm-hmm. at the end of an episode. And that's an argument that in the past we used to have every day, daily. It was like sickening actually and then the, the next day literally the next day kobe ended up passing um so I, I yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say uh i don't know if favorite's the right word but that episode stands out to me it means a lot to me because it was like you know like we were literally arguing who's the goat you know what i mean or who's number two right behind jordan among these guys and 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 having kobe in that conversation and showing that respect whether you're arguing against them or for him it don't even matter right before he passed just to send that energy out into the universe before you know really giving him his flowers while he was still here a day before he was no longer with us i'm gonna say that's my favorite episode what about you guys that's that that's a dope one you definitely uh stole that one from me as well but outside (laughs) of that one i would i would say when kevin when your man g came on Mm. We did the interview with G. Love G. Yo, his energy energy was next level. Um, He's just a cool dude, man. And it's also dope he did. He was on the the staff of a a team in Israel that my cousin played on. Yeah, small world. Yeah, that was also pretty dope. Basketball fraternity. With G. Talking, what about you? Uh, I think, I mean, I I loved having guests on, um, I think selfishly just because like, you know, I, I, they're, they're my friends or my family members. It was really cool to kind of have that conversation. But I think one of the, one of my favorites personally to talk about was life overseas episode, Mm. um, simply because I I was able to kind of share some insight to, to anyone who was listening about, you know, the day in the life and the reality of, um, of being a pro versus what people think it is. So that, that was one of my favorites to talk about just based on experience. Absolutely. So Rob's favorite guest was G German, right? <laughs> if I'm yep. Here we go. Like chair, like chair, German. German. Okay. Tarko, who was your favorite guest? 
Oh, man. Uh, not favorite. We got to be careful here. Yeah, but... yeah, we do got to be careful. Which, I think I think my brother might be in the house the... somewhere, so I'm not going to send him. <laughs> um, my man Slight brought the energy, man. Damn he, it. I was going to say, I knew you were gonna say that, but um, I, th- all the guests were cool in their own way. But I, I think, um, you know, obviously having some of the other coaches like Ike and Sam and, 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 you know, all those guys on were awesome. And it's great for a lot of people listening. But the reason I chose Sean is because I think, like, what he's saying – so many people are uneducated about and it's yeah. just such a it's such a you know different approach to to training and to getting better so that was that was definitely one of one of my favorites to listen to after the fact yeah well since you stole mine i'm gonna give a <laughs> shout out to sam um there just you go. Yep, because she yep. ended up being like we didn't know when we were going to end season one but she ended up being mm-hmm. the only woman guest on season one and even if she wasn't it was my first introduction. You guys are going to see how um, ignorant I am. It was my first in- introduction to the women's basketball world because I just have never dove into it from recruiting and college level and high school and even WNBA and like kind of where she stands being a player at Quinnipiac. Like I focus so much on, on men's basketball that I just, I don't know what teams are good. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's good. So to hear yeah. her speak on that, I was actually educated that day. So I'm going to say that I probably got the most value out of Sam. Um, nice. A quick little shout out, by the way, we're going to have to go back and take this uh, sound clip out. But, you know, I told you that she was going to be moving on up in the world. And last month, she actually left LaSalle, took an assistant coaching spot at Temple. Wow. Moving so, up. Moving up, moving up. So we got to get her back on here and ask her about that, that transition. That, that yep, kind of brings yep. me to my next question. Right. Um, and this will probably be the last question, guys. A topic that you can't wait to talk about season two. Whew. I'll go first. Give you guys a second to think i haven't thought on this but i'm just gonna blurt it out i i want to talk more about diet and health um and if that requires a guest i know like with slight we kind of talked about it Mm -hmm. but we didn't really dive in because we started going like the entrepreneur route and his story with the lakers right but i I really want to dive into as a player because okay i think we all grew up the same i'll speak for you guys mcdonald's at the aau tournaments you know what I mean? Pizza at the AU tournaments um, as kids. And it's like French fries. I, I, I experienced oh. injury. Robert experienced injury. Talk out. I don't know if you did or not, um, but I would love to see a case study on like, all right, I'm playing hundreds of games a year as a seventh, eighth grader eating terribly. Right. What would happen if my. You know what I mean? My diet was different. My games were limited. And we treated 7th, 8th, ninth graders the same way we treat NBA guys in regards to uh, the study and um, what's the term? You know, just like the, uh, the specificity of, like, their health. Like, you know what I mean? Treating their body like a temple. Like LeBron said, he spends a million dollars a year on his body. Bro, we're not even spending 10000 a year on, on these kids' bodies, and they're going to be the future LeBron James. And LeBron... Mm-hmm has dominated the best player of all time in regards to health and injury prevention. Never been hurt. Never been crazy thing is he's an an anomaly though. Right. You think about all these guys, like look at, yo, like just thinking off that, we see the end product. When we see these guys that are 18, 19, 20, tearing ACLs, uh, blowing out Achilles. Like look, look at Derrick Rose, bro. Like you can't tell me, the way he grew up in our generation with that AAU circuit was a grind. Bro. You were going every weekend, bro. If it wasn't Boo Williams, 
it was Peach mm. Jam. It was, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was Pittsburgh uh, Jam Fest. Uh, Pittsburgh Bob Givens. <laughs> like you had, bro, you had so many tournaments, and you was on probably if you were if you were on one or two teams. Yep. Like you were always playing. You go from that to then high school, doing the high school year all the way right into college. College preseasons, crazy. And yeah. then you come into the NBA with 82 NBA games with yep. 48. way different tra- travel schedules, appearances you got to do for contract off the off the court. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah we see that, man. But I, I, I'm with you, bro. I, w- I would love to talk about that, and especially with um, with the youth and getting them more logs. I feel like I, I'm seeing it now with some of the kids at, at, at Widener. Um, we have like two or three kids that are vegetarian or vegans on the team. And a couple of really health conscious dudes that that you know don't drink, don't you know count their macros, micros, all that type of stuff. Don't even I'm talk about the drinking team, in college. Yeah, to incriminate so, myself, but so I, I holding back. A, <laughs> I think that's a, that's a dope topic that I'm definitely seeing already trickle down mm. in the generation in college. Mm. What about you, Tarka? So I'll just touch on two. One is an easy one, and we talked about it a little bit this year, but I'm excited for season two. I'm sorry, we talked about it this season. Um, for season two, as we get into the summer and the fall, names, image, and likenesses, because that keeps changing every single day. Mm. Um, and then the, the next topic I would like to chat more about, um, and chat. maybe I like that. Maybe we can even get, I think it would be great to get some young players on here. We might need to get some above max players on here, but I want to talk more about I don't know how I want to categorize this, but education, like off-court stuff, like education as in potential interests of topics of school and or like even into like internship talk, like education on, you know, what do you want to do with your life? life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talk about it a lot, but we don't hear about it a lot. And what's crazy is that when we, you're right. Actually, make sure we write this down after because a lot of the kids, my my boy, I know you did. (laughs) A lot of the kids, bro, and the because we talk about college, we talk about recruiting, the relationship between basketball and college, all the time. But yo, I'm asking kids like, what do you want to do? And I'm talking about young kids. I'm talking about sixth, seventh grade. I want to be a gamer. I want to be a YouTuber, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) No, but it's funny. But that they're real, actual careers now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're real, actual. I want to be a basketball trainer. These are things that a you don't have to go to college for, but b that they just have nothing to do with college. Even yeah, if you they do should go to be college. laughing at us. They're like, you're right. laughing now, but I'm about to make you know you're 100 grand now, cash you this desk month. Desk job worker. You know what I mean? Like they, seriously, right. I'm gonna make all this money for playing Call of Duty on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Like they're those. These are real things, and I, I do want to talk about those careers and like what what kids are seeing now. Because like when I was younger, it was like. MBA or like an astronaut or a firefighter like it was a very specific yeah I would have never career, bro yeah you know what I mean so um but all, all that all those are excellent topics guys I can't wait to to bring these topics another one too talk you said some above max players we got to get some more talented above max players that have them on our podcast bro these, mm-hmm. my players mm-hmm. got to step up but outside of them even just yo we didn't get any co- current college players now I don't yep, know how yep. the rules but we didn't get any current college players or high school recruits, top level recruits, which I'm mm-hmm. sure we all know a couple. Yeah. Um, we got, did we get any, we didn't bring any current players on. None of your players. And I know like that might be a little touchy, but none of my friends who play, 
So yeah, season yeah. two, I can't we'll, wait to bring that a little more. We'll get him going season two. Yeah, sure. yeah. Season two, we, we're gonna light this joint up. Um, so everyone, whoever's listening, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. We would love to build this audience a little bit and let's build some momentum going into season two because we want to continue to better this podcast product for you all. We want to continue to drop better videos, better content, even outside of the actual podcast, just general content, right? Grow our Instagram page. We have a lot of growth. I hope you guys enjoyed our first season ever. Some of us on here have no podcast experience. So you guys got to watch us grow from episode one to episode 31. If you guys are bored, if you're really bored during this quarantine, go listen or watch episode one all the way through 31 or just watch episode one and then 31 or 32. I think this is episode 32. Got to get my numbers right and, and let us know what you think. But I would love for you all to, uh, to see the growth and, you know, get ex- ex- as excited as I am about season two. Tarka, Rob and I, we're going to hit the drawing board and try to bring the best topics, the best guests, the best content as possible heading into fall 2020, which is when you guys will get a season two out of us. We're going to take it's uh, June 22nd. So we're going to take July and a little bit of August off to clear our minds, hit the drawing board and create a better product for you all. So make sure in the meantime, you go follow at Hoop Chatter Podcast on Instagram and go like, share, subscribe to uh, the Hoop Chatter Podcast on YouTube, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and every major podcast platform. With all that being said, we love you guys. Any last words, you two? Any last words? I would say enjoy the summer at the beach, but we all know that hopefully everyone's not I'm going to enjoy my summer at the beach. No <laughs> mask. Enjoy your no summers. <laughs> enjoy your summers. Enjoy your summer. Stay safe. See you all in the fall. Guys, thanks again for tuning in. We will chat next season. Peace.